listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Babylon, Babylon. At my window, all I see is Babylon. On the news, all I see is Babylon. And all your niggas do is just Babylon. Money and hoes, more money and hoes. If I sold dope, I had plenty of flows. If I was on the projects like J-Rock, I would never have, I would have more likely slang rocks. All my life I done been around Crips and Bloods, Pimps and Thugs, just to name a few. I do drugs, mama say it's in my blood, but she don't know what the fuck I been through. <laughs> to creep through the back door of the typical black boy in the good old U.S. Hey, hey, hey. Before I push rhymes like, way, I used to say, I used to want to play for the NBA, hey. Fuck I'm doing talking about pineal gland. Ancient ways of Sumerians. Ain't nothing wrong with a righteous man. That's why I had to write this, man. For my niggas on the corner selling water to somebody got a fluctuating prices, man. Hey, welcome to the Black God Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That horrible, horrible rendition of pineal gland. Sorry about that, but. I don't even know who that is. Sound like wine. Absol, my nigga. The one good album he had put out uh anyway man um it's the blackout tips podcast end of the week for us unless uh you know you down with that freemium because then if you is tomorrow we'll be recapping this too much we'll be recapping <laughs> we're recapping this is us me and bossy ickby uh at 5 p.m eastern standard time um on the planet earth so we'll be tomorrow live uh on um crowdcast you know i'll be tweeting out the links and all that stuff um i haven't even watched it yet this week so i'll probably be watching it tonight or tomorrow um and trying to catch up on uh all the great amazing tv that's on right now guys it's so much stuff yeah, everything restarted back up again um today's show is brought to you wait the official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is brought to you by shadow doll productions maker of fine handcrafted audio plays for seven years now we got a new one from two canadian singers slash actors mia and alisa b check it out on itunes and if you like it give them a rating the album is called we be b e e we be talking okay check it out Go buy something. Leave them a five-star review. It helps us out. Also, with your sexy ass, make sure that you help us out in other ways, too, okay? There's more than one way to help out the show, okay? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you end up really helping yourself out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever think about that? Because I'll tell you who did think about that. That motherfucking Adam and Eve, y'all. Mm-hmm. They definitely thought about it. Thought about it long and hard. Uh, they have an amazing offer for Valentine's Day. That's right. It's almost Valentine's, guys. It really is. You really want to get on top of this so you can get on top of somebody else. If <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Um, so, yeah, what you want to do is just through Valentine's Day, you can get 50% off at their website adamandeve.com for just about any item they got over eighteen thousand adult entertainment products including toys lingerie seemingly endless supply of adult dvds and what's even more they'll throw in the romance kit for free the romance kit includes a toy for him a special massager for her and a little something that we know y'all both enjoy plus a free adult movie so it'll put you in the mood and they give you free shipping on your entire order it's really a steal and you can only get it uh at adamandeve.com using code tbgwt when you go to check out the offer code needs to be tbgwt and you can get 50 percent off of one item free romance kit and free shipping when you enter offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com 
com all right guys let's just get into the show okay all kinds of stuff is happening um the oscars are coming up we announced uh the people that are you know contending for oscars this year mm-hmm. and uh people are starting to look into this casey affleck oscar controversy right at the right time mm. it's almost like all the people that said nate parker got off easy started kind of late or like they said the ones that said he got an unfair raw deal it's like they jumped too early karen uh apparently and this would have flared up for his ass too let's keep it real right if he would have got nominated we would have been talking about that discussion but casey affleck has won over a dozen awards including a golden globe for his performance in manchester by the sea with tuesday nominations he became a favorite to win the best actor oscar in february though expected the news has elicited objections from actors activists and commentators on the grounds of the academy disregarded sexual harassment allegations made in two settled lawsuits against the 41 year old actor the most outspoken critic has been fresh out the boat star costas Wu, who posted a series of strongly worded tweets shortly after the nominations a number of entertainment outlets also published a re-promoted stories about published or re-promoted stories about affleck here's what we know and then they go through the allegations which we broke down on the show we covered that yep um He's repeatedly denied the allegations. Familiar. Um, and, uh, he seemed to address the controversy at the Golden Globes during his second speech. He alluded to the noise that comes with fame, which some interpret as a reference, reference to the lawsuits and the press surrounding them. Despite how I might think I'm in charge of my house, it's the kids who have given me the permission to do this because they got the strength of character to keep at bay all the noise that comes around, sometimes surrounds people who live publicly. He says, a few outlets also noticed that actress Brie Larson, who presented Affleck with the award, did not hug him or shake his hand as is customary. Yeah, I'll tell you this shit too, though. Um, it's odd how many people that get accused of shit like this always blame it on just, I'm famous. As if every person on that stage got up there and it's like, well, remember his scandal? Remember her scandal? Well, you know she did this. Like, nigga, you got accused and went to court. Like, it's it a wasn't lot just. Broke people to get accused of rape too, so. Yeah, and, and also it's not, um, like these people went to court and shit. Like, it wasn't just. Right. Like, they were lawsuits. These were people with careers. These weren't, like, these women essentially may have thrown their careers away. Mm-hmm. By, by coming by speaking up right because nobody want to work with them you know and i and, and for the record man um if you're having a problem with this idea that this dude's got accused of something and settled and and he, it's not like he went to jail or nothing okay cool just think about it like racism right just think about it like racism you may have had some racist that you happen at your job and you did or did not report it if you didn't report it you know you didn't report it because you didn't want to go through all that shit and you knew at the end of the day people weren't going to believe you but even if you told them, people would be like, eh, whatever. Or you'd be put on the list next thing you know, all your, uh, perfect, uh, reviews. I'm talking about people that painting. didn't report it. Right. Uh, okay. Right. That's the people who didn't report it. Oh yeah, but you know, like. Then the people that do report it. You become a target. <laughs> you guys know what it's like to report and how that shit affects your career. And you become known as the person that doesn't play team ball. You get blacklisted. You don't get that promotion and all that shit. We read article after article. Someone stepped up and said something. Next thing you know, they ain't got a motherfucking job. So I'm saying these women put a lot on the line to even accuse the dude. Now, let alone the fact that he settled um and then he can just brush it off as noise that comes with fame it's such bullshit 
you know like, oh you know how we all get accused of trying to rape somebody you guys mm-hmm. know how it is Mm-mm. i don't know nothing about that yeah but you know what's funny to me uh the people that uh said that the shit with renate parker was about racism and it was racial and shit the one thing that um i want to know because i didn't see that movie mm-hmm are people thinking that his movie was so good that it got snubbed and it it was one of the top uh however many movies uh it should knock out some of these movies that made it do they feel his performance was better than these other people that got nominated for best actor i would like to know that because like i didn't see it so i i honestly can't say and i honestly for the most part don't really care right i've heard mixed reviews so i don't know yeah but i've heard right i've heard mixed reviews and i'm not just and i mean from a lot of different people right so it's interesting to see if people think it got snubbed because this is a very black and white oscars not not that it was a very diverse oscars but a lot of black people got nominated for shit so it'll be interesting to see how that works um all right so yep he got nominated um u.s top court rebuffs sister wives challenge to utah's anti-bigamy law uh the u.s supreme court on monday turned away a challenge to utah's anti-bigamy law brought by polygamist stars of the popular reality television show sister wives the justice declined to take up an appeal by cody brown and his four wives only one of whom he is legally married to of a lower court's ruling that threw out their challenge that claimed utah's law banning multiple spouses violates their religious liberty rights under the u.s constitution's first amendment they also claimed the law violated their legally protected right to privacy that's gonna yeah i can see that would be kind of hard to to while having a tv show as a reality show that's what i'm about to be. say i mean you you're doing a tv show you're not private yeah especially with the basis of that tv show being your marriage it, it probably would be a tough sell quote unquote maybe like they aren't the best examples of people that should take this court take this case to court but whatever you know um they also claim okay after the show they they first aired on cable television network to uh on tlc in 2010 um the authorities in utah announced they were investigating the family for violations of the anti-bigamy law fearing criminal persecution they moved to nevada in 2011 utah law prohibits not only polygamy but also cohabitation by married people um what does that mean cohabitation by married people y'all can live in the same place but how does it i don't know but how is that uh how do you prohibit cohabitation by married people I'm t- like i'm assuming more than one husband oh, and wife. Like, oh okay like, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. you can handle the rest and y'all can live up underneath the same roof because it might be oh y'all might can you might can marry multiple people but y'all all can't stay together mm-hmm. <laughs> like that actually might be a law nah nah that makes sense sister wives revolves around the lives of cody brown and wives mary janelle christine and robin as well as their many children the family has a religious belief in polygamy according to court papers brown and the four women are fundamentalist normans post uh part of the apocalypse i mean apostolistic wait yeah apostolic apostolic okay apostolic united brethren church um The family sued Utah authorities in Salt Lake City Federal Court. The district court found that part of the law related to cohabitation violated the Constitution, but the rest was lawful. The family appeal, uh, but the Denver-based 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals tossed out the case because Cody and the four women faced no credible threat of persecution or prosecution. So 
they got thrown out because they aren't going to be going to jail police aren't coming after them while utah state attorney generally has general has a policy not to prosecute polygamists under the anti-bigamy law unless other crimes are involved such as child abuse or domestic violence uh jeffrey bubman uh the county uh attorney uh for utah county did not have a similar policy in place during the litigation however bubman uh, adopted the same prosecution policy prompting the 10th circuit to throw the case out okay so he didn't he was basically like i won't promise that i'm not going to uh pursue arrest and stuff of people that are uh living uh in polyamory and he was like uh so the new dude was like well then i will i'll stop like i'm not gonna i promise i won't be prosecuting people unless child abuse or domestic violence or something happens and then the court was like well then there's no need to even change the law huh that's interesting um and I, maybe it's just me. I've always wondered, uh, and, and and not that this doesn't happen across all races, but I only I wonder if like uh, brown people started doing this and talking about their religious rights, would they be so free of not wanting to press charges? Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's Utah. Uh, maybe there's not enough hoteps out there. Maybe you get some hoteps that want to have three, four wives you know back to the king and queens of africa type shit and maybe maybe it would come down on i don't know i don't know that that's a big thing in mm-hmm. our community most of the time it's white people i mean the most time when you see this it's a lot of not that black people don't do this but most of the time it's white people you see at the forefront in the face of this mm-hmm. so i wonder if this start browning would they start cracking and be like nope well that's the other part too that you have to consider is um there's a lot of um there's a lot of people coming down on it but even the reason that people come down on it is kind of twofold on the one hand it's like judeo-christian values that are thrown into our our laws Mm -hmm. so it's like how dare you but i feel like if you're consenting adults and y'all want to be you want to marry a person that's already married i don't know why that would be a problem or anybody's business um I, I don't know why we if we decided that one man one woman uh was law and then that got changed uh to you know marriage equality i don't know what's so bad about the idea that somebody could be polyamorous or married to more than one person or whatever it seems, seems like we would legally be able to work that out it'd be a little more murky but marriage is murky it's a business it's not a it's not an actual status of love marriage is just a business proposition yeah a lot of people married ain't in love baby yeah um the second thing is there's a lot of abuses under the the uh polygamy and states Mm -hmm. and and utah stuff yeah where it's it's young they try to marry off younger women Mm -hmm. there are people living in abject poverty there's uh you know lack of education lack of education lack of health uh things so the way i feel about it is more like i feel about prostitution and drug use i'd rather it be regulated by the government because it's going to exist so i'd rather if it's going to exist somebody come in and make sure everything's on the up and up so if people are going to marry more than one person to me it would be better to come in and be like let's make sure these things are done legally let's make sure everybody's adults let's make sure everybody's consenting let's make sure that people people aren't too 
yes and let's make sure people aren't being abused and trying to live off the grid and shit mm-hmm. like that let's make sure people are going to school right you know these kind of things um that's the way i would handle it but obviously you know i'm just one person and then as far as um um yeah just that's how i would look at it so uh but we'll see man because it sounds like they're just kind of like as long as you ain't hurting nobody we gonna we'll let it slide but we'll keep it on the books and it's kind of like people do sodomy where if uh there's a sexual relationship between two men and you catch them out having sex somewhere like indecent exposure would be what you would give like a this a heterosexual couple right you see a man and a woman going to town finger banging that thing and you just show up and you're like uh indecent exposure or something if if it's two men it's like sodomy automatically so people keep sodomy on the books just in case they want to up that charge against two men that that are in public having sex or you know whatever so yeah it, it definitely um is one of those laws where it's like they just keep it just in case you know oh we're gonna charge you with this and buggery and this and you're like buggery what the fuck nobody's heard of that right you know um a news anchor he was talking about sex that's found persistently high levels of hostility towards women is fueled by lad culture it's from the force that society found almost two in five men said a woman was partially or totally to blame if sexually assaulted when out late at night drunk and wearing a short skirt i think it's important that when we try to address sexism as a society that we recognize that it's not something that men do to women that it's a value system in society that some people absorb and some of those people are male and some of those people are female and that's what we have to try but to is, undo. Is, it, is it a dreadful thing to say that if women are out in short skirts and drunk that they yeah. that yes. they don't need to take any personal responsibility it, let me ask you a question if you're walking down the street and you get punched in the face are you responsible for having left your house they are free citizens I'd be, in our I'd, society I'd, I'd, and they I'd, are allowed to be out and they're I'd allowed to I'd be responsible drink. if I was out provoking someone who it is not provocative to drink and it is not provocative to wear what women choose to wear it's not about provoking behavior they are choosing what they wish to wear and by the way if they're out drunk and in jeans does that mean that it's you know that suddenly i mean it, it yeah, isn't why are they wearing a short skirt going out what for what reason would you wear a short skirt fashion because you want to really? are you it's still always fashionable to wear a short skirt oh. i'm wearing trousers today i think i look fashionable well sure but if you're actually suggesting that women are wearing short skirts because they want to be sexually assaulted well, no then we, no right yes. so <laughs> that's, that's what you are you're wearing right. a short skirt to look sexy sure but that doesn't mean that you need to be sexually assaulted no that's and and it doesn't I'm not, mean that i'm not saying that and it I'm doesn't mean that you're yes, provoked you provoked it it doesn't mean that you deserved it it's about recognizing that it's about not blaming victims right People are fucking dumb, man. People are goddamn dumb. They say this shit, and then when people be like, this is what you're implying, they be like, that's not what I'm... What, what the fuck are you implying then? Uh, it's a lot of things on there that's amazing to me, right? When she said, if you got punched in the face, would it be your fault for leaving the house? He immediately act like that shit wasn't even close to the same. Right. right. You know, to me, it's like, uh, if you wore a Cowboys jersey and walked down the street, and somebody was a fan of another team and punched you in your face, and people went, why were you wearing a Cowboys jersey? You'd be like, are you fucking insane? I can wear a Cowboys jersey. There's nothing that says you can punch me in the face. It's not an invitation to a fight. The other thing, the vast majority of sexual assault, not that, not that this, these jump out the, jump out the, uh, bush type things aren't 
fucked up in themselves but it's they, a lower they're fucked up and for the principle of what they're talking about there's never an excuse rapists right. are 100 percent of the reason that there is rape come on so 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 that so just to clear that out let's go to the other problem the vast majority of sexual assault doesn't occur this way Mm-mm. so the vast majority of sexual assault is from somebody you know, you know somebody you trust that that you wouldn't expect this shit from you know family members friends uh you know people people co-workers people that you would expect to be able to be yourself around or whatever it's not about what you're wearing it's a power a crime of power so it's like i can do this thing to you it's not uh you was wearing a thong i just had to is right. you know there's uh people that you know were wearing there's people who assault children and elderly women and you know it's not this woman was so hot i had to rape her it's a power thing. um also uh i don't know this man i wouldn't vouch for him in any way but let's say for for a hypothetical let's say he's not a rapist let's just say he's not i don't know from his words i wouldn't dare make that assumption but let's just say he's not for hypothetical reasons why the fuck you defending a rapist mentality right you know what i mean like why do you have to step into the devil's advocate the rapist advocate in this situation why couldn't you just sit back and be like yeah i don't relate to that and what's so funny only one woman is talking like she got motherfucking sense yeah the other woman was like well why would you wear well i mean why would you wear a skirt if you went out and there's one other thing she felt like bitch ain't you wore a skirt before and i'm glad that first woman brought up the fact that um it's a mentality that societally affects men and women right because her dumb ass the the other woman was saying that shit and essentially you can tell she's one of those people that when women get raped it's what what does she have on mm-hmm. you know it's like sometimes people do it to feel a self a sense of control like or to be able to blame somebody or themselves because it's never men's fault that are rapist obviously uh motherfuckers are just looking too sexy out here and they can't help themselves um let's see filipinos world's biggest porn watchers are now banned from watching porn what that's gonna be a motherfucking ride what's wrong with these people yep the government is trying to weed out child pornography and so has they have prevented access to sites that may contain underage images they've uh okay blocked access to Pornhub, x videos and red tube oh but they know right filter out to be sure like if like you get press charges fucking with them sites they'll be like hey and we're gonna press charges pornhub.com recently found that for the third year running people in the philippines spend more time watching porn than any other country in the world logging an average of 12 minutes and 45 seconds on the adult site uh around three minutes longer than the average worldwide mark of course this research does come from pornhub so take it with a grain of salt just like pornhub many other illuminating data discoveries so given how much porn filipinos apparently watch we can only imagine that what a bummer it is when they suddenly realize they no longer have access to pornhub as well as x videos red tube and other and other several other major xxx sites as part of the philippine government's new countrywide porn ban according to cnn yeah and that's when people take it to the stream okay yeah you do want to ban sexual images of children and child pornography but this was a way 
for somebody who don't want black porn at all to say we just get porn across the board because we can't tell the motherfucking difference you're not dumb it's the same thing they want to try here in america with a lot of these um, they could yeah not if they could like utah wants to do it um stupid yeah there i mean there's this is already underway in some places where they're trying to push through legislation and the thing that they hide behind is children whether it's uh children can see porn uh porn is gonna people gonna make the kids be in porn like they they run behind the children to try to make an excuse yeah that get on my nerves that 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 using children as shield is the oldest fucking thing in the book and only motherfuckers do this when they're trying to promote some bullshit yeah um see what else happened five of the most germ-infested services you touch every day ah. and your computer keyboard is not one of them mm-hmm. uh according to new york Why magazine is doorknobs hmm? on the list i don't know i was gonna read but okay you wanted to guess go ahead oh okay <laughs> no nah, you got it you got it dog go ahead well, well then you can fish doorknobs yeah. uh telephones mm-hmm um let's see countertops mm-hmm. sinks that's four how many five is what they're gonna name mm-hmm. that's all i can think of all right um self-checkout screens uh oh yes that's understandable because they probably don't bring them down and clean them Mm-mm. yeah toilet seats are among the cleanest places you touch every day because people make a conscious effort to clean them regularly mm-hmm. whether we, we are food shopping or at an atm we are using more and more touch screens every day in life now and while they might get a wipe down at the end of the day it seems unlikely they're properly disinfected much as they might need to be uh, that's understandable ground floor elevator buttons Oh, because everybody going to the fucking first floor, ain't they? Mm-hmm. Oh. Reusable bags. Reusable bags. Reusable oh. shopping bags can, in fact, be major germ carriers. People rarely clean them, despite the fact that they regularly put raw food in them to carry it back from the supermarket. That's why I just throw my bags in trash can. I'm sorry. 99% of bags carry bacteria such as coliform or an E. coli trying to kill y'all selves throw them damn bags away just pay 99 cents for another bag hand towels a lot of people don't wash their hands properly any lingering bacteria gets transferred to the towel and as the bacteria grows in moist places Ow. hand towels are the perfect environment for growing even more germs they said all towels should be washed every two days coffee pot handles that's understandable especially if you had a job where you don't have like a big brewing machine mm-hmm. where you just individually making pots that's right and that's the five karen you were wrong on all of them i was Mm-mm-mm-mm. i bet your honorable mentions was doughnobs a lot of people nothing had doughnobs. an honorable mention none of them had an honorable mention you oh, just I know. missed it all you just were 100 percent wrong no, all, the wrong. all the way wrong all the way wrong 100 percent. nothing was right <laughs> and they short ass list five you knew it was gonna be five you, you struck out <laughs> survey says nigga you <clears throat> wrong you wrong sorry 
don't yeah cause I, if you stole from me you won the game mm-hmm. you wrong no is your job having negative effects on your mental health for a lot of people yes the subtle signs that show your career is detrimental to your mind and it's time to resign fast <laughs> find a job y'all here we go guys if you are not sleeping properly if you're getting having difficulty going to sleep or you're waking too early it might be because you have too much on your mind mm-hmm. if you're making mistakes making careless or silly mistakes can be a sign that you don't have enough headspace if you're short-tempered stress can give us a short fuse and can reduce our patience True. if you're unable to concentrate stress can put us in a fight or flight mode a feeling of panic which can leave us unable to maintain focus on one thing for long if you start feeling tearful or emotional everything can feel just too much when we are stressed mm-hmm. if you have lost your sense of humor if life has become serious and austere and you have lost your sense of fun this may be because your job is having an impact on your mental health if you feel like you don't you don't care anymore you get burned out i've been there too because you're stressed out okay maybe your job making you crazy i don't know <laughs> have negative effects not 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 my current position but yeah I've, I've been there before if you wake up each morning with a feeling of dread i've been there before too Mm-hmm. your job may be affecting y'all mental health man might be time to resign fast so be careful out there guys all right uh all right let's see what other things we want to talk about um make sure nothing's in here and make sure all right let's talk about fucking with black people then all right guys i know i know nobody wants to talk about this but we gotta do what we gotta do these days okay guys we're gonna make it through this together here we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we count uh different articles and we score them from zero to 125 uh, intervals. Uh, and and then we just be fucked with as black people. And today's contestants is everybody. All right, I fucked that up. All right uh tamara mowry's husband responds to haters who think he voted for trump adam housley responds to trump rumors tamara mowry uh mowry's husband who shut her down for trying to give him extra males on the sandwich because of his race recently clapped back at social media trolls and yes you heard that right she put extra mayo on his sandwich and he was mad because he thought she was doing it because he's a white man he shut that shit down no exceptions uh, <laughs> uh he recently clapped back at social media trolls he works for fox news and has been married to the real host for six years recently he posted an instagram picture of himself with president reagan and obama with a message of hope mm-hmm. with a message of hope mr I gotta check my wife because there's a little too much mayonnaise on this sandwich. 
Are you trying to pick on me because I'm a white man? Something that could have stayed at your house. Is that what this is? An attack on my whiteness? Hmm? Sandwich violence? Come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. Ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. Be a goddamn shame, Tamara. Uh, yeah, she said, laugh my fucking ass off. He literally asked me if he if he wanted a uh, if what a lot of mayo on his sandwich, and he got offended. But we're the sensitive ones. Yep, a motherfucking mayonnaise sandwich. So anyway, he put his picture up of Obama and President Reagan. Uh. And says, I've been fortunate enough to meet four presidents, Bush 43 and Carter, not pictured. I know this. We are all more alike than different in massive ways. Thank you for the men and women who serve us at the highest level and those who do us so right, do so right now around the globe. We will continue to make, to work to make the country better tomorrow than we find it today. Unfortunately for him, however, several people question whether he met with Trump since he surely voted for him, right? Wrong. According to Adam, he didn't support Trump nor Hillary. Um, excuse me, I have never supported Trump. I didn't support either candidate because they were both wrong in my eyes for so different for Bernie. <laughs> Not either one of them. For different reasons, hashtag get it right, but if I did, which I didn't, it would have been my right as an American in this free country. Uh then he replied, Nope, said it from the beginning, hashtag get a life and bye bye. another fan agreed with him uh where have you been that's public knowledge i don't know him too well too well except we except he use, usually appears on the real i google him and it's the first thing that appears beside the fact that he's married to tamara, tamara maori and i think he said it on her show when she said that he she he was a reporter but i guess he can't be all that bad he did marry tamara maori and i'm sure she won't marry a jerk we may not agree with him politically, but I think he may be a decent person. But I don't know him personally, just a fan of his wife. And she seems like she makes good choices. So after all this crap, I type, give Adam Housley a chance. He's probably not a bad guy. And just because we giving him a chance doesn't mean we have to start watching Fox News. You can stick to MSNBC or CNN or whatever you watch. Tamara responded to that. Tamara responded and said, yes. We have a winner here, someone who speaks some sense. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then she posted a picture of her with her man. In this day and age of the divisiveness and rudeness, I have a beacon of hope on my side, by my side. He, she is stunningly beautiful. Oh, he posted this. She is stunningly beautiful, has a heart of gold, and is my best friend. To all those that judge and lie and misrepresent, just know you are battling a bond sealed by a much higher power. You have no chance. And then he posted another picture from way back in the day and they was hugging and said, I know two gushy ones in one week, but 12 years ago yesterday, I came home from covering Southeast Asian tsunami and went on a date with a girl I had just met. Best decision of my life. This was one of our first picks together. So what you think, Karen? Zero to a hundred. I give Mayo Apocalypse a hundred. You give him a hundred, Karen? Mayo Apocalypse 100? Mm, 
fuck about your mayo what the what the fuck is this? all right <laughs> can't can't argue with that reasoning <laughs> uh i don't know man i still feel a little fucked with but um i feel more fucked with by the like just give them a chance y'all and all that shit um it is weird to think of the concept of um dating a person not of my race specifically a white person and them voting or supporting trump in any way would i wouldn't know how to get over that and i said that on social media and a couple people was like well i had to deal with it and this happened and that happened i'm like man i don't know how i would deal with that honestly i don't i mean you you have to assume that you're with them because you love them and all the shit that you go through right but i don't know how that's not a huge deal breaker but at the same time i couldn't really imagine why white women would think it's okay that the vast majority of their men voted for him unless they voted for him too like i could like because if you look at the difference it's only like a 10 percent difference uh amongst white men and white women and voting for trump so that 10 percent, i wonder you know if if they're in relationships and they're with white men are they they're dealing with that you know and what kind of coping mechanism do you have to do and what kind of you know, like what kind of hurdles do you have to jump through mentally where that's okay you know they like especially if you're gonna have kids and shit like this person's responsible for the the education and the mentality a kid is gonna take on and i I don't know man it just seems so fucking scary to me yeah that, that that's a good when i'm you know that's something that i know i would have a tremendous problem with because i'm looking at you like i thought you loved me and you basically voted against my my, my existence yeah so i don't know for me i'm not gonna say a hundred because i'm not a hundred fucked with yet but i would say 25 probably because i want to just trust Mary maori and just as a black woman hope that she is making sure she's respected and all that shit you know hopefully she wouldn't marry no fucking herb like that but i don't know her right. and i don't know him so i don't but i don't feel fucked with as much because um i think it would be different if tamara was out here like yo this motherfucker voted for trump you know what i mean right i i i think my i think my anger comes from the fact wait he do work for fox news what does he do for fox news is he a fox news fox newser like is he I, you know i don't know now i gotta go up because fox news i mean who the fuck can work for that channel and not be evil you know i don't know that's and i guess my problem comes it come in is that you try to equate racist and the motherfucking mayo Mm-hmm. yeah like that's my problem yeah i mean but she might have been joking about how mad he got you know what i mean or like it could have been cute you know what i mean like that's if true. like if leslie made drew a sandwich and he was like oh you put all this mayo on here because i'm white like i would be like well clearly he's fucking joking but i kind of know drew Right. and i and i like so i don't know these people so i'm like that motherfucker might have a problem whereas you know if if i heard you know like if i heard clove did it from chonilla i'd be like well obviously that motherfucker's joking right but it goes back to some of the stuff you said before when you take 
public private things you put, put it in, in the public. public yeah we don't know these people right yeah i'm not arguing with you for the record i'm talking about myself i'm him in the hallway on what i would rate it you already said 100 okay mm-hmm. i don't know what i would rate it because i feel like i don't feel 100 fucked with but i do feel fucked with I, i'm a, i'm a, i gotta go 75 he worked with fox like the fox thing put me over the edge because i just can't imagine a nigga working on fox it's like actually i'm super liberal guys i feel like he mm-hmm. would and he probably uh i bet you he'd vote for bernie but since bernie didn't make it he was like i'm not voting i don't even see you saying bernie i'm y'all, y'all giving him a lot of credit i'm feeling like cassich or whatever cause that dude or, ah, or fucking or the, like uh, ted cruz or no y'all saying jill stein no i'm not saying nobody on the left i'm saying a republican that just wasn't trump I feel like he okay. would have been like, oh, I would have voted for Jeb. I would have voted for Bush. Because people don't remember that before Trump, there were all these other people that a white person could vote for where we would be used to it. So it's not saying that it's any better, but we've gotten so fucking accustomed to white people voting Republican that for the most of us, we would be like, well, I understand they had to vote for somebody and Jeb was the least problematic <laughs> of them. Or this, you know what I mean? They would have found right. a way because we, I remember shit i fondly look back at the idea of mccain and romney now so that's how fucked up trump is so we're trying to look back from the future and look at the past and i'm saying he could have openly been like oh i'm voting for i don't know one of these motherfuckers i don't fuck with and i would have been like well can't be worse than trump so uh, you know there's a compromise to it so he might have been like i was voting for uh ben carson or whoever the fuck right they they didn't they didn't get nominated so i didn't vote for either party yeah assuming it was motherfucking somebody on the left is a lot to me this nigga worked for fox i mean you, you better got some paperwork to show for that uh oklahoma state university student apologized for racist black snapchat last week a group of oklahoma state university students wearing hot water after a racist photo of them wearing blackface to celebrate martin luther king jr day was discovered by the school's african-american association uh celebrating our first mlk day off the school and just to clarify in case there's any confusion because everyone to pick uh is posting about how they're back in stillwater crazily enough we are back too we actually go to school here hashtag the more you know um and it said and it oh i can show y'all the picture my bad i was gonna describe it but y'all y'all should see this racism up close in front uh and then uh osu african-american uh association responded on twitter they took a screenshot and said what a shame that some cowboys have exposed such an ugly side of themselves osu what are you going to do okay state at okay state you see the picture now another student who was under fire for wearing blackface on snapchat has come out to apologize following the incident candace burgess posted a vile pic on snapchat with the caption when he says he only likes black girls uh the student later issued an apology i'm deeply sorry for those i've offended my intentions were not at all to be racist for anyone who knows me you know i am not racist oh. I- <laughs> no. don't be telling them ball face lies <laughs> oh my god you know i'm not racist karen Mm-mm. i don't have a racist bone in my body Mm-mm. I'm not buying none. Get her, Oklahoma State. Get her ass. 
i had no idea about the incident with the other two girls and their black face mask that's just unfortunate timing it just mean y'all all racist are they racist because she'll probably be like well they probably racist but me i'm different Mm-mm. as for the business school first thing tomorrow morning i will resign i don't want people to think that that is what eastern center and career services is about they had the best of intentions and want to motivate everyone whatever y'all white girls be just fine trump's america zero to 100 Karen. oh motherfucking 100 it's, uh, to, me, to me this always gets 100 mm-hmm I don't know. I just I, have to ask. That's the, that's that's the, that's the segment, Karen. Yeah, it it, it always get a hundred, and it's one of the reasons why I say I don't trust white women when it comes to how y'all voted because you do shit like this right here, like this right here, where I hear what they did. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, and then when I call you out for your bullshit, I'm the problem. Mm-mm. Yeah, I gotta give it a hundred. <laughs> AT&T faces a lawsuit from executive fired over racist text messages. AT&T former head of video content and advertising sales is suing the company for breach of contract and defamation over his firing in the 2015, uh, 2015 during the regulatory review of AT&T's $49 billion acquisition of DirecTV. Lawyers for Aaron Slater argued in a 12-page lawsuit filed in Los Angeles County Court on Tuesday that the former AT&T executive had been cleared in the investigation of allegedly racist text messages found on his phone by his executive assistant in 2013. AT&T fired Slater over the text in 2015 after another executive assistant filed suit discrimination, filed a lawsuit for discrimination and harassment. So this motherfucker got accused, got accused of racism twice by two different executive assistants, but somehow he's suing them. AT&T told Mr. Slater that they had thoroughly investigated the 2013 situation to promise him that his job was secure, uh, said his lawyer, Patricia Glasser, uh, in a statement. Then, almost two years later, with no evidence or allegations and without investigating the matter, AT&T unceremoniously fired Mr. Slater. Mm-hmm. They don't want them problems. He got accused twice, and this motherfucker out here like, I'm the victim. Right. On Tuesday, and, and they got to keep his job the first time, by the way. All right, and AT&T like, nah, we, we, we gonna, we go put like this. You're not worth the money that we're getting ready to lose from fucking customers. Like, 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 you, if you're not making money or saving money, you become a liability. It was like, you got to go. Like, what about my civil rights? I don't give a damn about your civil rights. When our customers be like, uh, I'm canceling my service. Mm-hmm. What about my rights to discriminate? Mm-mm. Um, so, then, um... AT&T stole on that. Okay, AT&T on Tuesday defended this decision to fire Slater. Diversity and inclusion are important core values to us, the company said in a statement. We stand behind our decision to terminate Mr. Slater and are confident that his baseless allegations will ultimately be rejected. Uh, he had headed up content acquisition and advertised for AT&T's cable, TV, broadband, internet, and wireless internet services, and his firing made headlines around the country. Slater was also working on a direct TV acquisition, which was approved by the Federal Communications Commission and completed in 2015. According to the lawsuit, Slater's executive assistant in 2013 filed a complaint with the EEOC that alleged rampant racial discrimination by AT&T executives, including Slater. The complaint included the charge that the assistant had found racist text messages on Slater's phone, but an internal investigation by AT&T found no discrimination the lawsuit claims Slater claims he offered to resign but was assured by several AT&T superiors that such a move was unnecessary it's funny how it was really only them trying to get the to acquire another company that 
that had this audit and then was like oh we got to get rid of him you know what i mean like up until then he was straight <laughs> like he would have been fine but they they were like oh wait the government's got to come through and look at all our shit ah right. you gotta go bro right. you gotta go we don't want them problems time to clean up time to clean up all right we, we thank you for your services in this acquisition but it's time for us to depart we wish you the best in your future endeavors that's how that little went zero to 100 can oh i'm not fucking with he lost his job but but 25 Mm-hmm. just for the simple fact that it took two times before you fired him but i'm glad he lost his job yeah i say 25 as well because it's him suing them so i'm still a little fucked with like he really like i had the right to discriminate what the fuck uh them was just private niggers i was calling people ah! you went through my phone i think i did make tnt of course restaurant owner boots customer for being black says trump's president now so i can say what i want Pennsylvania restaurant owner allegedly suggested Donald Trump's election had given him the right to kick out black customers, and he reportedly used a racial slur to underline his point. Ah, put that exclamation on it. You can kick out black customers. That's the lesson he learned from Trump being elected. In Trump America? Because that's what Trump told him. Trump ran on motherfucking racism. I don't know why people act shocked and surprised. But but you sure this man didn't have a lot of economic anxiety, Karen? Yep. Mm-mm. Trump. Trump told them, "If I'm president, y'all, we gonna take it back and take it back. Me niggas use the back door. Take it back. Me, what the fuck you doing in my store, boy? That's what the fuck that meant, and that's what they heard. And they was like, well, since we, since Trump won, I get to do what the fuck I want to do. But what if it's just that his 401k is getting is shrinking, mm-hmm. and you know that ain't his got own, nothing to do with no. Goddamn, he's worried about his health nope, insurance. Nope, don't care about no 401k. He Maybe he kick, lost his coal mining job. Nope, he get to kick niggas out no matter if he got health care or not. Bug said that. Um, Bug said that he and some friends were the only customers in the restaurant at 1:30 a.m. And he said they were sitting quietly and watching television. The owner told Bug to leave. I own three restaurants and I don't need you niggers money, the owner said, according to Bug. Bug asked the waitress for the money back and he, she agreed. But the owner confronted the students again as they were leaving. The students admit he flipped some chairs in frustration at that point. He told the owner that's not the way to treat people. The owner, however, justified his behavior. Trump's president now, so I can say what I want. The owner said, you niggers need to get out. The students left to uh, find some friends for support and returned to the restaurant to find the owner had called police on them. Bug said officers told him the manager was known for doing stuff like this. Why is he allowed to have a business? Right! To serve the public. Police are continuing to investigate the incident and the owner has declined the newspaper request for comments. Oh, man. Zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred. hundred for me as well. Would be one of those like I said, I'm glad no shit like this happened to me because I would find the time to fucking protest in front of your door every motherfucking morning. Yeah. I would be there from the time you open the time you motherfucking close with a sign that said he called me a nigga. Yeah. And then the lines would be out the door for white folks that voted for Trump. Of course. They'd be like, oh, this is the place to eat. Finally. You can't be in there. <laughs> Finally. I saw you call them nigga. High five. Let me get a number two special. Minnesota cop deems racist text exchange while with Black Lives Matter shooter locker room talk. Minnesota police officer Brett Levin attempted to justify racist text exchange with a high school friend responsible for shooting five Black Lives Matter protesters on Tuesday. The Burnsville uh, cop testified that former classmate Alan Lance Scarcella sent him texts that were negative about black people on a regular basis. 
oh they just hang they just kicking it one of them just happens to be a police officer uh i guess they both went into fields where they could shoot niggas levin proceeded to take a page out of donald trump's book we didn't dismiss the severity of the messages how we were talking was more along the lines of locker room talk i mean what is locker room talk now i need to know because i heard locker room talk was saying i'm gonna fuck this woman and grab her pussy and shit now it's fuck these fucking niggers and shit like what is locker room talk oh that all goes together like all that locker room talk yeah talking about raping bitches and beating them yeah mm-hmm i need a i need a clear definition you'll never get one of what counts as locker room talk uh you've been in a locker room too you you know i, I, I mean i've been in locker rooms nobody ever been like i, I have too but you know I've what i want to kill a couple brown niggers today like no one ah! we've talked about the game we've talked about uh, the, the stock market even even politics but i've never had a locker room experience where a white man pulled a towel off his nuts and said to me <laughs> what about these damn niggers I, not once that maybe it's just me maybe it's a different locker room uh, according to the site he had not he was not asked to describe the content of their conversations prosecutors assert that scarcella's beliefs were the driving force behind the decision to shoot five black men at a protest november 23rd 2015 which was held in honor of jamar clark an unarmed black man killed by police accompanied by three others scarcella concealed his identity with the mask for entering the event a fight allegedly broke out after the protesters asked them to remove their disguises levin was on patrol for the Mankato police department which he has since left when scarcella called to report the shooting during the early morning hours november 24th i believe scarcella told me that one of his friends pushed him down as the protesters caught up to them one of the protesters pulled out a knife and that's when lance pulled a gun and shot yeah this nigga was jack bauer now yeah i was it was really because the protesters were attacking me i'm the real victim i was just trying to survive i don't believe you y'all y'all was in their disguise so that tells me you were up to no bit to, to um, no good right and, and you that, have and these that, beliefs these racist beliefs before you even show up what are you even doing at the protest if you didn't come out there to shoot some people all shooting victims survive scarcella currently faces felony assault and riot charges pending independent case while his companion nathan gustavison daniel macy and uh joseph backman have been charged second degree riot and aiding an offender zero to a hundred can a hundred because odds are they gonna be all right and probably no charges are going to get passed or if you do you get community services and fuck shit like that and that's your friend too right hey me and him we just kick it talk about these niggas and shit I we never take it too seriously uh gospel singer vicky yo apologizes uh after blasting women's march with white jesus white house meme uh and this appears to be a white woman of the tammy faye baker variety ah! <laughs> she seems to be a makeup american uh when will people <laughs> i too am a mascara american yes when will people learn there I is i too wear big hair mm-hmm mm-hmm uh when will people learn there's nothing christian about that big old hateful cheeto over the weekend gospel singer vicky yo sure learned the hard way she posted a meme in response to the global women's march 
it was a white jesus holding two suitcases says on my way back to the white house uh now keep in mind anyone who associates donald trump with religion something wrong but 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 did not associate barack obama with religion um yeah you you racist dog you racist nothing donald trump has ever said has suggested that he even steps a foot into a sanctuary anybody's sanctuary they didn't just say barack obama wasn't religious they went so far as to say well he's muslim uh you know which is also a religion but it was the quote-unquote wrong religion um and and then who cares oh they care they do so i'm I'm, i want to clarify okay uh so not only did they say he was not only not like it wasn't just that he wasn't religious or atheist he they went so far as to be like this motherfucker is a muslim and that's why we really gotta hate him right okay now we know this dude that they also hated barack obama because he had jeremiah wright as his pastor so which is it is it that he's uh going to christian church but it's the wrong one or is it that he's not christian at all and he's secretly a muslim what's the what is going on guys it seems like a lot anything it takes so um she says march all you want protest all you want president donald j trump in all caps is our president for at least four years no weapon formed against him will prosper you know you are doing something right when there is so much opposition hashtag exciting time as you can imagine, the response is swift as her mentions and comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter were filled with outraged former fans. Come on. Uh, at Vicky, yo, public accounts are now private. Don't throw the rock. Hide your hands now. I guess she's preparing her uh, alter fact, alternate facts. Hashtag. Roland Smith said, um, oh, wait, Roland Martin said, Vicky, yo, is another white evangelical who insults the faith of President Obama, but she likes those black singing checks. Oh, so she be singing black people mm, 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 that's bad martin yes i do i sure do yo because white people uh want to come in and they want to sing the few songs hear a sermon and be out in 30 minutes an hour and 90 30 an hour 90 minutes black people we want to come in look we see you see white but i'm really black okay black folk songs we're going to repeat a line about 40 50 times it's just kind of a cultural thing so when she got interviewed uh, by it seems uh, whoever maybe even Roland Martin, it seems she was saying I'm black because she adopted black racial children in an orphanage in Uganda. The dad passed it at a black church, so she was black when it was convenient. Uh oh, she Rachel Douglas Allen. Yeah, she 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 going the opposite of Rachel Douglas Allen. She going she running back to whiteness with the quickness uh so yeah she was she's a black people we come we want to come in look we see you see white but i'm really black you see so she's like i'm black inside because i sing soulful black church hymns Mm, 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 that's why i don't give no passes dog you're not black mm, mm, mm. how do they treat you and that's the thing Mm -hmm. when people go out i don't care what you call yourself call yourself whatever you want to call yourself but when people look at you and they don't know a motherfucking thing about you, how do they treat you? Mm-hmm. Yep. So she just got she got roasted. Uh, Sean King wrote a long ass piece about him. I'm not clicking on. Mm-mm. Um. So then finally, um, <laughs> I almost kind of want to read the Sean King thing, but then I know the shade will be too much, and then. <laughs> 
we all in this together and people trying to help and all that shit and i don't want to contribute to the shade but uh um let's just say i'll read this third point lastly what i think you mean is that white jesus and white supremacy are returned to the white house that is why you share the image of a random white man with luggage that's not jesus and donald trump is not ushering in the return of jesus all right Vicky says, I'm responding to what's going around on the internet. Feel free to share. Good morning, friends and family. What's going around on the internet? You are. You mean what you said? I'm responding to what's going around on the internet. You know, just randomly. Random, you know, just log into Facebook. First of all, bitch. Just to say that. Just log in just to say, first of all, bitch. Many of you are inboxing me and asking if I truly believe God wasn't in the White House. I believe Jesus was in the White House. He's everywhere as a believer. Many of the things that President Obama stood up for, I could never endorse colored lights on the White House celebrating gay marriage. It always comes back down to that, don't it? You Christian, but you hate them gay people. In 2007, the late Kim Clement's prophecy made it clear that Donald Trump would be president. Do I agree with him 100? No do i approve of things he has said or done no but his word let me know he will be elected as god has a plan i have been called every name in the book the foulest names by so-called believers i love all of you and i'm praying for america uh she then uh went on and said i never want to hurt ever hurt anyone and that has never been my intention if i have hurt you i'm truly sorry it is true that i'm excited about the thought of a government that will protect christianity and not attack it is that what you think this is is that what you think this is i do not condone any wrong things trump has said or done in the past name them also did not mean to imply that obama was not a christian but meant that the policies his administration pursued uh many times went against what most christians believe once again speaking loud for most christians i posted this pic quickly after someone sent it to me in retrospect i know that in haste i did it without considering how some may view it and the meanings they would derive from it i regret that and i apologize for it Mm -mm. various people with large followings have attacked me on social media platforms in the last 24 hours attack i have been so you weren't attacking obama with your initial shit your shady shit i guess it's okay for him to be attacked by you and your following but the taking that people disagree all of a sudden you got to you got to run for the hills fragile ass uh i've been branded a racist and endured continual attacks with thousands of people we had to shut down all social media because of the scores of vulgar messages and threats we are all still getting emails and phone calls calling me nasty things and above all racist oh y'all hate the all word racist people hate that shit how dare thee you niggas keep calling me racist. It's the worst thing you can say about somebody. Come on. Their goal now is it's ruining me. We have churches calling to the cancel their ministry dates and thousands of people saying they will never buy the music again. I know who I am and who I'm not, and I'm not a racist. People who know my personal life would find that label the most ridiculous adjective you could assign to me. Bottom line, I was wrong, but my intentions were not what they have been perceived to be. You apologize because motherfuckers like nope you cannot come here and i will never purchase your shit again it's not fucking with your money is that supposed to be an apology that's not that get a zero right. on, on the dream lesson scale that that's a non-apology that's supposed to be a pot what do people she think an apology? apology 
what do people think an apology is exactly i do not know <laughs> I, I i i think um people think vaguely talking about something is apologizing i think the and i almost and i guess this must be an art to apologizing but motherfuckers don't like to be like my bad my fault this is what i did this is how i'm going to correct this this is how i'm going to change this i i i see things differently now you know moving forward these are the actions that i'm going to take to be sure this is not you don't get any of that you get if i hurt your feelings for those who were offended motherfucker that's not a goddamn apology you're making broad general sweeping statements because you don't want to admit you were goddamn wrong yep that's the bottom goddamn line anyway um let's go ahead and uh uh get into well no let's do one more let's I'm about do one. You get a, everybody can get 100 yeah that's 100 right yeah yeah that's pretty much 100 Here, let's do one more uh go back to africa ah bigoted florida judge resigns after allegedly spewing racist and sexist comments from the bench from the bench oh could you because you know you know it's a person that it types everything down so i couldn't even imagine him going click 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 okay click 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like in the transcript somebody had to you can't even deny that shit because you ain't that people that sit in like every courtroom yeah. and like type stenographers out, right? they call stenographers George, judge mark Holsey apparently is the person accused of this he's a florida judge and he was it's bet news so it's funky oh they don't even have all the this ain't even the audio of it is it oh let's see witness an inauguration period oh this is some random news nah anyway on monday deval circuit judge mark hosley the third resigned his jacksonville area judgeship just a day before the impeachment investigation by a legislator was set to begin. So he's about to get impeached. Right, so he's like, I'm beginning to impeach. Well, fuck it, you gorilla-looking <laughs> niggers. Go on back to Africa. Yeah, he definitely did it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And tap dance his ass back into his office with that, with that robe on. Mm-hmm. My robe just happened to be black this time. If I could have worn white when I would have. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? It's just dirty. I ain't had time to take it to the cleaners I'm yet. I forgot my hood today, y'all. <laughs> anyway, let's go give some uh, unbiased uh, judge uh, verdicts real quick. I know, right? Ah! He had been under Judicial Qualification Commission's radar after allegedly calling a female staff attorney a bitch and a cunt. Mm. Wonder who he voted for. The judge was also believed to have said ah! that black people should get back on the ship and go back to Africa. And all he was accused of 18 separate violations. Among other comments, A, you refer to the prior lead staff attorney as bitch and cunt. B, you have demeaned female staff attorneys by referring to them as like cheerleaders who talk during the national anthem. C, you berated a staff attorney who failed to remain in the courtroom while a jury was deliberating. During his capital trial, you required the staff attorney to provide you with basic information about capital trial procedures. And then at the end of the two-week trial, you unfairly berated and blamed the staff attorney for mistakes you made during the course of the trial. Holy shit! Uh, although he was more than likely going to be impeached, he curtailed legislator, legislator investigation by preemptively resigning. He resigned under the threat of investigation. House Speaker Richard Corcoran uh, said Monday. Uh, 
in his resignation letter he said i hereby tender my resignation as judge of the circuit court of the state of florida fourth judicial circuit group 25 effective on the 23rd day of january 2017 at 10:15 a.m he added it's been an honor and a privilege to serve the people of the state of florida mm, fuck you and if, and if anybody they won't do this but if anybody was smart i would go back and investigate every fucking thing that went before him because i guarantee you he threw a lot of brown people in jail yeah that's a hundred for me dog investigate that shit what about you all right i hopped off the plane at lax with a dream my cardigan welcome to the land of fame access am i gonna be in jumped in the cab here i am for the first time look to my right and i see the hollywood Everybody's famous. Famous. I'm nervous. Hands up, playing my song, let the butterfly fly away. Hey, it's a party in the USA. Yeah, it's a party in the USA. Get to the club in my taxi cab, everybody's looking at me now. Like, who's that chick that's rocking kicks? She gotta be from out of town. So hard with my girls on around me. I'm nervous. It's when the DJ drop my favorite shit and the Britney song is on. Mm-hmm. And the Britney song is on. Come on. And the it's a party in the USA. Yeah. It's a party in the USA. Don't be hating. Um, that that's song going to make you forget about all your worries. It's white people news time, guys. Ah! Uh, unfortunately, we can't forget about all our worries. Because we got to start with the first part of white people news, which is that's y'all's man. 100. Trump is saying we're going to bring back torture. Torture gonna bring back torture you gotta fight fire with fire i believe that john mccain like we absolutely will not and i said uh nigga what you gonna do about it come on he already won give him a chance uh <laughs> somebody who was captured and tortured yeah himself what would he know about torture you know which essentially when the president gives the okay to torture on our end well, he's also giving the okay to torture our soldiers Right. So you're essentially telling anybody that has any prisoners from America uh, to torture, torture them. Because you give a f- zero fucks about American citizens around the world, and a lot of soldiers, quote unquote, voted for him because you know he's going to do right by the troops, and you know he cares about the army, 
and yeah, when he get to cutting funding to the military, when he get to, you know, not supporting VA hospitals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump also wants to uh, send in the feds to fix Chicago. Yeah. If Chicago doesn't fix the horrible carnage going on, 228 shootings in 2017 with 42 killings, up 24% from 2016, I will send in the feds. What the fuck are they supposed to do? That's not the problem. Chicago murder rate is record-setting. 4,331 shooting victims of 762 murders in 2016. If the mayor can't do it, he must ask for federal help. Dwayne Wade's cousin was just shot and killed. This was, uh, these are the older, older tweets. Uh, now. Dwayne Wade's cousin was shot and killed walking her baby in Chicago. Just what I have been saying. African Americans will vote Trump. This is last year. Mm, that's your man. That's your man. So, so, so basically, you, what you gonna go occupy a whole fucking city? Just, I mean, just, just take over a whole goddamn city? Listen just to me just two sides of the same coin mm. i mean ain't they ain't that the same as what hillary would have did she would have sent the feds and what, in what you gonna do permanently occupy these places because the second you leave unless you fix the root of a lot of issues which is a lot why, of, why do you think they'll leave that's true they might just military force shouldn't be sent into civilian uh territory anyway military is not trained in anything but killing niggas and shit like basic training not how to talk to people you know what i mean you essentially treating it at like this fucking robocop out there but that's your man's secret service agent under fire at the post and she wouldn't take a bullet for trump uh agent carrie o'grady uh said uh i ain't taking no bullet for for this nigga secret service taking appropriate action at the special agency wrote on facebook post suggested she wouldn't take a bullet for donald trump if he were president secret service spokesperson confirmed that the agency was aware of the facebook post made by special agent carrie o'grady but wouldn't elaborate on them further because it's a personnel matter post was reportedly written in october but came under spotlight after the washington examiner article on tuesday screenshots of them have been circulated on social media as critics for her to, have called for her to be fired um so they will she i mean i can't imagine she won't be fired uh her post read as a public servant in nearly 23 years i struggle not to violate the hatch act so i'll keep quiet and skirt the median to do otherwise can be a criminal offense for those in my position despite the fact that i'm expected to take a bullet for both sides but this world has changed and i have changed and i would take jail time over a bullet or an endorsement for what i believe to be a disaster for this country and strong and amazing women and minorities who reside here hatch act be hatch act be damn i'm with her uh yeah, a lot of that came. Somebody brought it up in the chat room. She probably didn't think he was gonna get elected. Mm-hmm. Well, like, right. She didn't think he was gonna be elected. She took out the post. She took down the post after two or three days and said that she wouldn't shirk her duties uh, to protect the president despite her support of Trump's Democratic rival Hillary Clinton. Uh, it was an internal struggle for me, but as soon as I put it up, I thought it was not the statement that I needed to share because I care very deeply about the mission. She said uh so of course people call for her to be fired and all the things that come along with that 
Yep. Uh, but that's not her man. But that's still that's still y'all's man. That's not her man. Uh, Dippin' Dots, you know the ice cream. Yes. They want to throw ice cream social for the White House. Apparently. That nasty ass shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dippin' Dots is terrible. Because I never had Dippin' Dots and I tried that shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's nasty. It's terrible. It gets everywhere. It tastes like sawdust. Dippin' Dots are nasty. Well, I guess now they're going to have to have an ice cream social with us because apparently the reason they want to do an ice cream social is because the press secretary, uh, Sean Spicer, talked shit about Dippin' Dots um, a lot. Uh, over the past seven years, he's been talking shit about them on social media. Uh, well, he thinks so as well. So you have that in common with Sean Spicer. The one thing Trump's we do have, have in common. Uh, and uh, yeah, they found out about the tweets. They decided to respond with a peace offering rather than to clap back at the White House. Subsequently, they drafted an open letter to Sean Spicer that invited him and the White House to an ice cream social. Um, that's not even real ice cream. What the fuck are we talking about here? I ought to be able to bite into it and taste real ice. Uh, sorry, but instead he uh, responded and said uh, he would like them to have ice cream social for a different cause. Sorry for the delay. How about we do something great for those who have served our nation and our first responders? Um, instead, ice cream for the military and and the vets. Now, why would you punish these people? I don't know. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's been consistently on their shit. April 7, 2010. Dippin' Dots is not the ice cream of the future. September 22, 2011. I think I have said this before, but Dippin' Dots are neither ice cream or the, uh, are not the ice cream of the future. 2011. Uh, November 9th, November 4th. That's ice cream of the, ice cream of the past, Dippin' Dots files for bankruptcy. Then in 2015, he said, if Dippin' Dots are true to ice cream of the future, they would not have run out of vanilla. CC at Nationals. <laughs> she is not a fan. Not a fan at all, apparently. Uh, the USDA lifts the gag order. Uh, apparently, Trump issued a gag order, uh, the White House did, to on a lot of scientists and stuff, uh, national parks people, to stop talking about climate change and environmentalism and yeah, all that shit. People who are professionals in this field, okay. Uh, but apparently they heard enough uh, from the American people that they decided not to roll forward with that. Temporarily. Uh, temporarily. They'll be providing updated direction to its staff, ARS uh, values, and is committed to maintaining the free flow of information between our scientists and the American public. Mm-mm. Temporarily. Temporarily. As soon as our short-term memory forget, we move on to some other shit. A lot of this stuff he's saying to distract people because at the end of the day, they're going to go back and they say, you know, motherfuckers going to go silent and ain't nobody going to know why. Yeah. Uh, and he, this also happened with the uh, EPA. Trump administration issued a gag order. Uh, Departments of Commerce, Health and Human Services, and Interior sparking backlash and concerns that he is attempting to silence any dissenting views and control the messaging for federal agencies. Right. Uh, what did you think he would do, number one? Number two, right. uh, the other part of this that is interesting, um, once again, Republicans want to keep people stupid. Right the that's why i'm 100 percent. i mean i'm not very much of a conspiracy theory person but i'll never be convinced that them attacking the teachers union and stripping education funds isn't disaster directly to affect uh people and keep them stupid 
and uh more importantly to funnel people right into the prison pipeline i'm, I'm convinced of like, course i i 100 percent agree especially once once prison went private especially then right and the thing is when people are dumb you can quote unquote tell them what to do you know right now you know our generations and the you know few generations before a lot of us are highly educated have degrees uh certificates you know and it's just one of those things that for uh, a lot of adults that are i'll say 25 and above we're a lost generation so they go well let's 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 get the younger children so we can make them dumb so as they get older we can continue to tell them what to do we can't have people who actually know about things they can actually challenge us and hit us with facts and shit we're going to have a generation we can tell them what the truth is and they'll and this and it's it's very it's very scary because you know you have a generation now that's not learning about government they're not learning about history they're not you know everything is being whitewashed and it's one of those things where you go well wow i just where think, are we going with this i just think stupid people play right into everything they like like if you're stupid if you're not educated then it's easier to throw you in jail and if you're white it's easier for you to vote uh republican because all the things all the things they believe are stupid they're anti-science they're anti-intellectualism they're anti-education they're anti uh you know uh climate change like they're just honestly if you vote republican it caters to idiots you know unless you some rich motherfucker you just voting against your interests because you're stupid um and that's about that's that's the list everything else is just theory and shit um anyway uh let's get to the other white people news it's less uh less infuriating angelina jolie's first major job after a split with brad pitt has been revealed ah shit now what's up Mm mm-hmm it was announced on monday that angelina jolie will be the face of the new fragrance from Guerlain Parfumier, Mon Guerlain. Mm-hmm. It also happens to be her first major public facing job since announcing her divorce from Brad Pitt in September. According to the French luxury beauty company's announcement, the contract was signed back in December 2015 while she was in Cambodia directing First They Killed My Father, nearly a full year before Pitt and Jolie's custody battle turned acrimonious. Still, it's her first major work uh, announcement since her name and Pitt's lit up the headlines in September. The partnership is also her first beauty ambassador contract in 10 years. Her last was with Shishido in 2007, and she'll be donating all of her pay to so far unnamed charities according to their new release. So there you go. She's out here on these streets now. Uh, star attraction Kendall Jenner displays her nipple pasties again as she wears entirely sheer top in Paris for the I second time. Again. Oh, she got them. She set the girls out, Karen. Okay. Now, uh, they are pasties. Okay. I'll go to the next session. When we come back, guys, I'll try to put it on screen. Okay. Ah! Because I know you guys need to see this groundbreaking white people news. Kendall Jenner oh, so. trying to stunt pasties. for the gram. Mm-hmm. Pacers is back. Apparently so meanwhile on Instagram. Well, this wasn't on Instagram. This was just out with the paparazzi. So, but I can't wait. Hard to find out what's happening with the Wizards. 
That's right. Ah! Kendall Jenner set the girls out, okay? She's partial oh. to a costume change or two, but Kendall Jenner, 21, was clearly a big fan of her racy sheer top and sparkling star nipple paces as she stepped out in the outfit for the second time in Paris on Saturday. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I like the stuff. What is they stuff? I call it like stuffish. You know, this is a weird thought, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But with the fur coat and the sheer top, um, and no sleeves and stuff it made me feel like what if what if she got underarm order odor you know like you gotta be sweating at the pits in that you know because of the fur but yeah. i guess with the top it's probably really light mm, so maybe she don't yeah it's probably airy i mean i'm sure she's fragranced up and stuff but mm-hmm. it just made me think like man it would be funny if you was like man who underarm is that is that you baby no nah, that can't be oh oh nippy over there um the model followed her visit to Le Avenue Restaurant earlier. Oh wait, it's French. I'm sorry. Le Avenue Restaurant earlier in the day with a trip to the city's Ferdy restaurant with BFF Bella Hadid 20 in the evening. Kendall mixed things up wearing a sheer Danielle Guizzo creation. I like how if a rich person wears this, it's like so sophisticated and daring. But if like a regular woman wears this, it's like this dank hoe. Come on. People would be slut shaming <laughs> What is wrong with her? Ugh. Mm-hmm. What are you, a prostitute? You be hashtagging all down my timeline. Right. What? <laughs> Hashtag, like, you let your girl wear this and all that shit. <laughs> oh, rich if, people do whatever the fuck I, I they know, want. Be like, be like, hashtag, if your girl walk out of this, what you gonna do? Right. Yes. 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 You know it. You know it. Meanwhile, rich person does this like, wow, Kendall Jenner, so brave. So beautiful uh kendall so bold she mixed things up wearing the so sheer. courageous all right karen she mixed oh, up oh, my bad she you're gonna be doing this forever <laughs> come on man, keep going i'm good fantastic you want to throw fantastic yes in magical there you go <laughs> white girl magic come on because <laughs> you may as well i mean you may as well that's only when she's wearing the cohen rose karen come on uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag white girls evolving um <laughs> anyway she went out with her titties out that's that's really it it's also funny how classy pasties are uh now 
I, like I, I i i always thought that we would look down on that but i thought brutalist as a society brutalist. we are totally up we up to date on the paces y'all apparently so they are fairly cute yeah she i thought she was po- for for free to free to nipple though but i guess she i guess sometimes people just be making shit up she ain't trying to be like Rihanna. Rihanna would be like, Pacey, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> right. Rihanna be like, y'all niggas looking pasty. <laughs> right. The way my y'all nipples. looking at these titties. Come on. Uh, Tom Ford lands in L.A. amid uh, some hot water that he's going on. So uh, He has a spat with the uh, president because he said that he would not. Uh, he had some insulted comments about Melania. Uh, he was spotted at LAX airport on Wednesday the same day the president-elect lashed out at him in an interview. He's 55. He said during an appearance on The View in November that he would not be dressing Melania Trump while she was at the White House because his clothes are too expensive for a first lady to wear, noting that in the position she would have to relate to everybody. Donald Trump responded this by telling to this by telling Ansley Earnhardt on Fox and Friends that Melania never asked Tom Ford to dress her. Never asked Tom Ford, doesn't like Tom Ford, doesn't like his designs, said Trump. He then went on to say, Tom Ford is an example. I will not dress the first lady. He will never at, he was never asked to dress. And Steve Wynn just called me and he said he thought it was so terrible that Tom Ford what Tom Ford said that he threw his clothing out of his Las Vegas hotel. That was later confirmed by a spokesperson for Win Las Vegas, who told DailyMail.com, Win Las Vegas confirms it removed Tom Ford lines or cosmetic and sunglasses from the resort this past weekend. But these are the motherfuckers that get mad about freedom of speech. Anytime somebody claps back at them, it's always some like, what about freedom of speech, the PC culture? This dude says, I don't want to dress her because my clothes too expensive. And they go, throw his clothes out on the street. Fuck him. <laughs> my clothes too nice you'll drop the value yeah the designer looked sharp as he arrived in los angeles wearing a black suit pair with a white shirt and tennis shades he was also carrying his own bags one in each hand he landed in los angeles the same day that was confirmed that when had gotten rid of his items so i don't think that matters to him though mm-hmm uh when in las vegas does not carry his clothing though they did carry his designer beauty collection in fact, Wynn has publicized the fact that his car- hotels carry Tom Ford Beauty many times in the past, noting they are one of the few places on the strip to carry the collection. Wynn also posted an ad over the weekend looking to hire someone to work at the Tom Ford counter, noting that they are currently growing and building that business. That's weird. That just shows that that ad was probably supposed to run before he threw out that shit, though. Mm-hmm uh melania meanwhile will reportedly be wearing ralph lauren to the inauguration on friday so i don't know okay anyway michelle did it better uh let's see what else uh what else is going on with white folks these days um okay computer move a little slow that's cool how about this one um exclusive southern charms jennifer snowden tells how co-star katherine dennis turned her back on her after she became pregnant with brain damaged baby and tried to poison thomas ravenel against her Mm. 
the shade and the drama right what's happening i don't know any of these people but it sounds really fucked up you know now you know i don't it was always an unlikely friendship forged between two women who might more easily be cast as love rivals in fact Catherine dennis once went as far as to accuse southern charm castmate jennifer snowden of having an affair with thomas ravenel the father of her children it is something jennifer has always denied though the pair did briefly date but for all of their tumult jennifer had come to view Catherine dennis as one of her closest friends now jennifer 35 has revealed that their friendship is over having dramatically imploded that when Catherine turned on her ignored her texts and calls and badmouthed her on social media just when she needed her the most mm. speaking exclusively to the dailymail.com from her home in charleston south carolina jennifer said Catherine and i pretty much haven't <laughs> spoken since the southern charm reunion show last june I guess that was, I guess that was the first time the public got to see the real hearts of the cast. And sadly, that didn't include the compassion of Catherine, who was supposed to be my friend. Fifteen weeks into her pregnancy, Jennifer received a devastating diagnosis that her unborn child was suffering from a life-threatening brain encephalocele. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, when the brain herniates extruding through a portion of the skull. The prognosis was bleak. Jennifer was told most women choose to terminate the pregnancy, but decided not to. Um, Oh, she endured a high-risk pregnancy with no guarantees of a happy outcome. At the reunion of the popular Bravo TV show, uh, Thomas Ravenel, 50, set aside their differences and responded to her plight with compassion. But according to Jennifer, his sympathy and her acceptance of it infuriated Catherine, 24, the oh, volatile okay. redhead and the mother of Ravenel's children, Kenzie, too, and the one-year-old saint, uh, has not spoken to her former friend since. Jennifer, oh, Jennifer revealed, I got emotional and Thomas had me, uh, handed me a handkerchief and I accepted it. And Catherine saw that as me, uh, th- saw that as me showing allegiance to him and not her. When that, when that would have been nice, would have been for her to reach out and hug me. He was offering me compassion when I needed support, empathy, friendship from anywhere I could get it. And it was shocking to me that it didn't come from someone I had been such a good friend to. Could you hand me a sweet tea there, baby? Oh, I do declare I am catching the vapors. Thank you for this handkerchief. What a lovely, charming southern gentleman you are. It is hotter than a tadpole in a swamp today. <laughs> Instead, Jennifer said, she had been bad-mouthing me on social media because Thomas had been supportive, and that infuriated her. Worse that was to come as Jennifer discovered that much of Ravenel's hostility to her stemmed from the fact that he believed her to be dip- dripping poison into Catherine's ear about supposed liaisons with other women. Today, Jennifer believes that Catherine was using her as a scapegoat, telling Ravenel that Jennifer was stirring up problems between them when, as anyone who watches the show knows, Thomas and Catherine are perfectly capable of stirring up problems for themselves. (laughs) We all know. We do all know. 
Jennifer told DailyMail.com, Catherine was seeking a reaction from him in so many ways and telling him I had said things that just weren't the case. I was asking him, why does he even think these things? I blindly believed in the good in people, but I didn't want, but I didn't know what she was doing. I was asking her, why does he think I'm saying these things? She said she didn't know. Now I know it's because, oh wait, that's still her she said she didn't know now i know it's because she told him that along with everything else was a nail in the coffin of her friendship i know she was dealing with her own drugs and alcohol issues during this time but having oh yes i'm spilling the tea girl all of it apparently all of this nice southern sweet tea uh (laughs) anyway uh alcohol issues during this time but having gone through all this your tolerance for negativity is lessened to next to zero i messaged her all the time before the birth was no response i would tell her i forgive you i know you're going through a bad place bless her heart Catherine demanded everybody treat her with kid gloves during her own pregnancy. She demands a level of respect she doesn't give another person on the planet. And I just Mm. got to the point where it was enough. I wish her well. I don't want anything bad to happen to her, but I don't have the energy left to navigate what it means to be her friend. Ah! (laughs) I feel like she should have wrote that with a feather quill. No, this is gonna bless her heart. <laughs> when Asher was born in September, cast members sent gifts. Matriarch Patricia Atchell and Whitney sent a sterling silver brush and bowl. Cameron gave a monogram pillow. Kath, Craig and Naomi gave a blooming bath. Are any black people on the show? Hmm, probably not. Not 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 if we give away blooming bath. Sound like a blooming hmm. onion. What's happening here? London gave a dream, they probably servants. London gave a dream catcher made by his sister. Thomas, a stuffed jelly cat toy, and Catherine didn't even send a text. Not even a damn text. You could have at least sent a parcel through the mail. Ah, a card! The, the women have spoken, wait, who's saying this? Hold on. Alright. The women have spoken since, but for Jennifer, it was the end of the road as far as her close friendship with Catherine is concerned. She said, I've been nothing if not blindly supportive of her, sometimes to the detriment of other relationships. Mm. But you reevaluate your friendships and what you expect from your friends, and I realized that I was giving too much. Wait, I was giving so much to being a good friend and was receiving nothing in return. Mm. On Tuesday, the DailyMail.com spoke exclusively with Jennifer about the heartbreaking news of her son's rare brain encephalocele. A specialist told her that 85% of women with the diagnosis terminate the pregnancy. She handed me the abortion papers and said, you have eight weeks to decide if you're going to terminate, but we can book you in two days time, Jennifer said. Speaking from her home in Charleston, South Carolina. The fact that her son survived the eventual pregnancy, she said, makes him a miracle baby. Honestly, at th- honestly, at this point, after everything I've gone through, there's not much that I'm afraid of anymore. I'm proud of myself and proud of Asha. After I got the news, I pray every night and I talk to my baby and tell him to be strong. I tell him he can rewrite what's supposed to be a bad history, she said. Mm. Oh, okay. It's pronounced encephalocele okay that's how you pronounce yeah. it yeah uh at any rate um 
yeah man a uh, lot of dramas yeah why don't white crime happen in here like, what about the kids in wisconsin what about the kids in wisconsin mm-hmm. sad to see white people turn on each other like this come on all over a damn man mm-hmm. but what are you gonna do just another day in the south living in southern charm mm-hmm. all right karen it's time to get to some guest race okay okay uh let me go find the guest race music here we go now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race wine now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and they are certified racists all right let's get into this a florida woman was arrested last night after she pelted a cop with a wet used tampon sounds like it was a bloodbath sounds like it was another bloody sunday According to the cops, Takora Field, 28, was involved in a brawl Monday in St. Petersburg where Fields resides. And as Officer Andre Souza investigated the fight, Field told the St. Petersburg cop to suck her pussy. <laughs> and she added that, I'll hit you with my tampon, you bitch. <laughs> Feels noted, uh, the tampon feels noted was destined for the person's mouth. Oh! After issuing those threats, Fields was seen both hands in her genital area with her hands open. She was then served throwing a wet white paper object. The tampon struck the officer's left shoulder. After flinging the tampon, Fields sought to flee in a nearby residence, but she was apprehended following a successful taser deployment. Mm hmm uh she was charged with aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer a felony a crime that was carried out uh fel- uh the crime was carried out oh she was charged with wow really aggravated i guess that's battery on a law enforcement officer mm-hmm. she used a weapon mm. you think they're gonna give her a max sentence <laughs> <laughs> She was like, why, why, why are we doing community plenty of blood right here, officer? Mm-hmm. That one was just deserved a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. You started it. I know, Karen, but it's time for you to stop it. That's enough. You gotta stop the flow of these jokes. 
that's it stop period so over there acting like a coon you think this a minstrel show <laughs> yes it is a minstrel show let it flow let it flow Mm-mm-mm. what y'all all think of this aunt, i don't i don't flow. know what you think aunt flow think about this exactly <laughs> you must come in town every month um picture the <laughs> the crime was carried out criminal complaint notes by use of a deadly weapon to wit a used tampon fields was released from custody earlier this afternoon after posting five thousand dollar bond her rap sheet includes prior arrest for disorderly conduct and disorderly intoxication yeah i'm as period positive as you can be but nigga you throw <laughs> a motherfucking tampon on me uh y'all ass getting tased uh karen gets the race of takora fields <laughs> black karen's going with black Mm-mm-mm. blood on the leaves uh let's check the chat room let's check the chat room see what they believe white l7 shaped box uh oh square box all right uh black says marie okay um white says fuck 12 uh based on the name alone black she also did it with much attitude only way to do it yeah suck my pussy is pretty pretty hardcore the crime says white but the name says black black well the correct answer is she was a black woman some of you did miss it if a picture showed up yet it 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 did and uh no jess i i don't think she was a crip mm, you think she was a blood come on yeah that's their joke about the chat oh okay that's what somebody said i know what gang she gonna be in prison i'm gonna throw this tampon on these bops <laughs> i ain't no criminal <laughs> uh all right let's do the next one um here wait close all right cool uh all right we'll do uh we'll do one more and then we'll get out of here karen mm-hmm. uh oh god oh man this is a theme today a fast food worker is employed in columbus mississippi is accused of smearing menstrual blood on a burger They must so, have said they wanted it rare. Can I get a side of blood with my fries? <laughs> I heard to leave it red in the middle, but this is just something else. <laughs> Fast food employee in Columbus, Mississippi faces a felony charge that she speared, smeared spit and menstrual blood on a customer's burger. Mmm. She had to flavor it up. I guess so. Don't nobody want that. Mm-mm. Uh, St. Juliet, wait, Sky Juliet Samuel. Columbus Police Department oh, wait, has now opened a criminal investigation involving Jack's restaurant. 
An incident where food was tainted is the reason for the investigation. The incident happened this past Saturday at the restaurant on Highway 45 North. A Facebook post by a resident said an employee of Jack's restaurant prepared and served food that she purposely tainted with her own blood. Authorities say they do have to sort through the facts, but that they have enough to open an official case. The Mississippi State Department of Health has conducted an inspection into the restaurant. Hmm. I'll tell you what, man. That puts a new meaning to Jack in the Box. <laughs> Somebody in the chat room said homemade ketchup. Mm-hmm. She must have been so angry she was seeing red. Her name was Sky Juliet Samuel. She tried to get away with it too. They caught her red handed. <laughs> I'm gonna go white on this one. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what you Negroes believe. Um, let me scroll to the bottom. <coughs> All right, let's see. Uh, white, white hippie ass. Uh, one ah, what does that mean? One ah. Uh, white, white. Uh, thought she throw the police off by adding mayo. White, Aww. white, black. Damn, everybody went white <laughs> except for one person. Anyway, the correct answer is, and everybody that said white you got it wrong what? she was she was black Sisters be kicking it with the real flow indeed. Apparently so. Mm-hmm. I think she's gonna get a I think she's gonna get away with it in court though. What about you? Oh, she's very black. I think they gonna I think they gonna declare a, a menstrual. Mm, sorry guys. I can't help it. It's really, it's, y'all, it's really y'all fault for keep listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Our next job gonna be making the marinara sauce at the pizza restaurant. Oh, that's not even the pun. This is terrible, nasty. <laughs> Showing those nasty women that voted for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all this is gonna happen. Mm-mm-mm. No, let's do one more, guys. See what else we got about periods going on in here. Um. <laughs> uh. All right, here we go one more it's for all the marbles Mm -hmm. a mother is accused of chopping up her husband's dead body and hiding the pieces in six plastic bins and she was denied bail what is this snap (laughs) for my man an operating (laughs) an operating room technician was denied bail after she was charged with desecrating her husband's body Adrian Smith, a mother of four, uh, appeared in court Saturday. The 43-year-old is accused of chopping up her husband, Randolph Smith's corpse, 
putting in six plastic bins and then scattering them around burlington city according to newjersey.com shit assistant virgin Pro- county prosecutor danielle gutenbauer Bauer, uh said uh she should not be allowed out of jail before her next court date just because she has a family to take care of she has been arrested on january 20th at a family member's home for smith's day job she works at an operating room technician operating technicians help with the operation before during and after surgical procedures this entails hand tools and transports to uh patients and setting up equipment so she probably knew a way around cutting up a body come on now you got your husband scattered around town like fucking wheels waldo smith's 40 year old brother orville cousins is also charged with defiling the brother-in-law's remains randolph smith's cause of death is still unknown man now that's a hell of a brother that would pick up the phone and be like what you need chop up your husband's body and get rid of it give me 10 minutes give me 20 minutes i'll be there let me what can i finish the game can i finish watching the game yeah i'll be like give me 20 minutes and 20 minutes later woo, woo, yeah, woo. I'm trying, that'll be the police no can be snitching in a heartbeat yes sir you all your black ass gonna go to jail don't tell me shit mm-hmm. um yeah they say he, he came through prosecutors say they found materials bought for chopping up the body at smith's home smith and cousins purchased the material together two days after smith claims her husband went missing the uh mother told police her husband left at home at 8 30 p.m on christmas eve but he left and did not come back smith reported him missing on january 2nd and said what? she left he left the home on morgan street with someone she did not know the major crimes union of course came in later human remains in the plastic bins are found in burlington city uh and detectives determined they were randolph smith's body burlington city is an hour and a half drive from bergen bergenfield uh they also report that smith was charged with hindering apprehension in addition to desecrating the body who is from the bronx shout out to the bronx baby Woo-hoo. you know what's up way to do it big time show them how to murder and chop up bodies i'm from brooklyn so i'm from new york what's really good son i don't play no games yo exactly um so yeah cousins who's from the bronx currently being held in jail in new york uh he is reportedly single and unemployed well why you gotta throw that in there <laughs> is he is is he on the prison dating site you and justin was covering up all deep not yet he gotta save up commissary to get a profile he ain't got a profile up yet cousin uh the investigation is ongoing there have not been any murder charges guess the race of these two people karen they're both the same race yep okay what are their names again uh their names are adrian smith and orville cousins black karen's going with black man you don't make a lot of orvilles these days uh let's see what the chat room thinks the race is uh wait have you asked already yeah. oh i see you just My now person asked. guessed before before i put that there. white kids don't get that upset it's spitting no no okay nah, Go yeah. down the gotta be white come on rod says really dark night guess the race white scary white says a girl jess wood charlotte says i was gonna say white but black equal boogie down bronx black marie says white wait hold on says yeah white mm-hmm. uh i will all right so let's check the chat room all right we did that all right guys correct answer is and let's be honest guys all she want to do is just chop it up with him i'm just kidding guys you know i had to make a joke you know i'm all torn to pieces over this 
um anyway the correct answer is karen you're right black (laughs) which means a lot of y'all was wrong too many white orvils no you right you that's how you got it that's a good mm-hmm. job be honest man their relationship was on his last legs anyway mm. all right uh did did the picture show up yet mm-hmm. yeah he very they have very black that's the that's that's the husband oh that's the victim this is the the woman who the wife yeah she very black mm-hmm. and then this is her uh 40 year old brother who drove all the way from new york just to do some murder uh down here what no honey i'd have dialed 911 and be like hey um yeah I'm, I'm from brooklyn y'all need to head on down south his address check it out mm-hmm. all right guys let's get into sore ratchetness damn shame when you stop having sex in a relationship what can happen think he all her husband wanted was some cut up <laughs> all right sorry uh austin dj oh, that's a good one. austin dj plays a show after a man with samurai sword dagger reportedly stabs him the suspect 32 year old shusaku shiroyama wait did i reread this was later arrested and charged with burglary of habitation and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon angel says he was waiting for his friend kirkland ordain to arrive at his apartment so he opened up the door when he heard a knock but the person on the other side was a masked man with a samurai sword right when the door opened a guy comes in just like slashing along long katana blade when angel grabbed the blade he said the man pulled out a dagger damn the fuck <laughs> he came prepared man pulled out a dagger um yeah so he said once the dagger went in my back that was when i actually thought this might be it i was like think i'm dying think i'm dying because i just felt it instantly Mm. uh angel said he started to recognize shiroyama who's a local bar owner where angel performed before aldane arrived at the apartment and shiroyama started running after him uh Ardain ran to his car locked it and called 911 kirkland saved my life angel said angel was transported to the hospital where he got nearly 50 stitches Goddamn. about an hour later the dj headed to volstead lounge on east 6th street to spend the last part of the show he had been set to play what if they stop you you just gave them that power i don't want to give them that power he said <laughs> for some for some jams dog for so people can hear some tunes you you 50 stitches what white nonsense is this you must be out your motherfucking mind y'all have been dj list if you were depending on me shit you, you stabbed me and i got a gig that night uh 
Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Dog, absolutely not. That's the only song y'all gonna hear that night is fuck this shit, I'm out. 50 stitches, dog. Yeah, I had to call in sick. What happened? I got stabbed. 50 stitches. I'm good. Well, we're not gonna pay you. Oh, that's cool. I'm also not getting out of this bed with these 50 stitches. Thank you, Daredevil, motherfucker. Ha ha! DJ Daredevil. Uh, alright, guys. We will be back. Uh, if you listen, if you like, like I said, if you're into This Is Us, mm-hmm. the time has moved up. It'll be Thursday at 5. You want to watch it live? Me and Bossy Igby going in on the number one hit drama, NBC's This Is Us, on our show, This Too Much. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep in mind, it's freemium, so I've already taken the first one down off the feed, and after this one goes up, the second one will be off the feed because we basically leave up uh, the latest two episodes and then we take them down. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, so yeah thank y'all so much for supporting us thanks for everybody going premium and stuff really appreciate you guys uh and really happy and stuff uh we'll see you guys uh regular people we'll see you saturday and don't forget saturday is our great calendar giveaway mm-hmm. we got a you few calendars forget. left we're gonna give mm-hmm. them away during the feedback show yes and uh yeah so that's it we'll see you guys saturday Till then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>